Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Zach Drew. And I'm Andrew Bellers. Free 99. Get your college education today. Listen, for all of my socialist friends rejoicing at the announcement of student debt relief, uh, you don't realize that this was just a huge slap in your face. Uh, this was not a Robin Hood moment, far from it. This wasn't a redistribution of wealth. This was an unconstitutional move to take from the poor and give to the rich, quite backwards. But you probably don't realize that because you've been fooled. This has not helped anyone. This has given more money to those that actually already have it. And this will only lead to more spending and higher tuition costs. And this uh, also didn't happen because of greedy capitalists who have contributed to the problem of the high cost of college education. A lot of people think that. It's not true. Far from it. There is only one to blame, and that is big government. Now, this may be a shock to some, but I am going to be uh, sharing today just how involved, just how uh, criminal the federal government's hands have been in raising the cost of tuition since 1965 through the Federal Family Education Loan Program. You're going to be shocked. You see, capitalists and the free market are not to blame. The government got us into this problem, and now they are giving the American taxpayer the bill. But before we get there, I just want to give a special thank you to Marty Johnson, uh, to Loretta and Houston, to Catherine and to Carol for joining the Paul Revere Report Club. Now, remember, join the Paul Revere Club. It's for a donation of $30 every month, and we will send you special news report to your email. That's the only way you can re receive it, just through your email. You'll receive the shocking articles that we didn't have time to cover on the show, written commentary explaining the significance of these current events and how they align with prophecies that God gave us thousands of years ago. The newsletter will have written recaps of the shows, that's one of the favorites, that took place during that month as well. This is all exclusive content that you can only receive as a member of the Paul Revere Club. We are also going to have a section in there with all the videos and articles I read each month that I feel you would enjoy uh, as well. And listen, uh, by the way, we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago on the program. For those of you that um, uh, follow my Instagram, you know I'm a coffee lover. We went through quite an extensive process. Uh, we've partnered with a local coffee company in town. My friend is actually the owner. And he tried many, many, many different coffees from all around the world, narrowed it down to 14. Then we truly had a coffee testing uh, date of, of uh, that we set a date and we, we uh, me and you and uh, a couple other people, we test all these coffees and we were in agreement that, that there was one particular coffee that was just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Those of you that have ordered it, that have donated to receive it, have said they love it. Um, so go online and, and order a bag of the, the Zach Drew Show Liberty Blend. It's an amazing product. It's for a donation of $25 to the ministry. Now listen, uh, for our products, all you've got to do, and we'll put it on the, on the screen, just go online to www.zachdrewshow.com and click IGBY store. From there, you can either choose to be a member of the Paul Revere Club for a donation of $30 a month or you can get the Zach Drew Show Liberty Blend coffee for a donation of $25. Now, be sure to click Select Options. From there, you can choose the 
one-time option, or the every month. Be sure to specify how many bags you would like as well. Click Set Up Now and continue by clicking on View Cart at the top of the page. If you feel led, you can also give an additional donation under the Donate tab. Listen, I hope everyone can go online today and sign up for one of those two products. For those watching uh, online, uh, there will be links in the description to the IGBY store um, that you can click on. Well, we'll be right back after this to dig into free 99 tuition. Well, President Joe Biden has committed to forgiving $10,000 for nearly everyone with student loan debt in the country and up to $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients, fulfilling a campaign promise he made in 2020. And listen, I do not believe it is going to stop there. Actually, Bloomberg reported during the 2020 presidential campaign, Biden urged Congress to forgive $10,000 in student loan debt while progressive lawmakers, including Senator Elizabeth Warren and civil rights groups such as the NAACP are pressing him to forgive at least $50,000 of student debt. Hey, here's a uh, just a quick article on the subject. Uh, so he'll cancel $10,000 in federal student loans for millions of borrowers, following through on a campaign promise to address the burden of student debt. Borrowers who l earn less than $125,000 a year or $250,000 a year for couples who file taxes jointly. They'll all be eligible for debt cancellation. Like I said, Pell Grant recipients uh, will have an additional $10,000 in relief. In addition to that, Biden is also extending the pause on federal student loan payments for a final time through December 31st, which will likely just be extended right after that. Mm -hmm. It had previously been scheduled to expire on August 31st. Speaking at the White House, Biden described how the cost of higher education has grown significantly over the past few decades. That's right. And you are the problem. Big government is the problem. And unfortunately, and you're going to see this today, it's actually a bipartisan thing. Republicans and Democrats that love big government have contributed to the high cost of tuitions at universities. Universities have been strangled. They cannot, it is so difficult for universities now to participate in the free market. And that is because of big government's involvement. And I'm gonna show you that. An entire generation is now saddled with unsustainable debt in exchange for an attempt at least at a college degree, Biden said. The burden is so heavy that even if you graduate, you may not have access to a middle-class life with a college degree once provided. That's right. So stop getting degrees to be a puppet master, okay? Right. Stop getting degrees in Canadian studies, okay? Right. Now, here's the thing. The, the article's headline was this. Biden to cancel up to 10K in federal student loan debt for certain borrowers and up to 20K for Pell Grant recipients. Certain borrowers, okay, making it sound like this doesn't apply to everyone. Well, you know, I think Joe Biden said it uh, best. It's just a bunch of... I read this malarkey. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey. Give me a break. That's a bunch of malarkey. Just a bunch of malarkey. That's right. Thank you, President Joe Biden. Now, it is true that only certain students will, but take a listen to who are those certain students. 
it says it's true that only certain students, those with student loans backed by the government, will be able to apply. What they don't tell you is that 92% of all student debt is backed by the federal government. Banks aren't even a part of the equation. And also, you know, couples with incomes under $250,000 are eligible. Like I said, about a whopping 92% are backed by the federal government. According to Bloomberg, forgiving the debt will cost between $300 billion and $980 billion over 10 years. And the majority of relief will go to borrowers in the top 60% of earners, right? Mm -hmm. So now, why is that? Let's break this down. Why will it be going to the top 60% of earners? Uh, well, the reason why is because the overwhelming majority of college debt right now is from those who have master's degrees and doctorates. The richest in America will benefit the most. Those in grad school, okay? That's, who's been, that's who holds the majority of the student debt. That's right. And what's, and what's ironic about that is that a grad student typically will make $1.2 to $3.1 million more in the lifetime of their career. And that is the debt that's being canceled. Yeah. Um, just one thought on that. So Biden, the way that he's painting this and the way that the left paints this is that there's no way that you could hope to get a middle class uh, career. There's no way that you could hope to be in the middle class unless you have a college education. And I'm here to tell you as someone who's broken into the middle class and who knows many people who have broken into the middle class that that is a complete lie. So many, so the average, the average loan amount for someone going to college is around 30,000. But that's the average. That's because a lot of them are doctors and lawyers and it's hundreds of thousands and lots of them go to college, they might get a degree and then they go on to do a job, they never use their degree. And that's right. many more of them go to college and realize this is a sham, I'm not learning anything, I'm not using this and they drop out before they ever get a degree. So that's, so that's a complete lie. And then here's just another thought that a lot of people are saying, well, this isn't going to solve the issue. If you give, you know, the, these loan forgiveness, it's not going to solve the problem. You know, students are getting new loans every single day. We can't just continue to forgive loans forever. This is just a Band-Aid. And that is the point. It is supposed to be a Band-Aid. They don't want to solve this problem and the reason that they don't want to solve this problem is because every single election cycle they can run the exact same campaign about student loan forgiveness because votes and power means way more than money sure the government's not making money off of this scam but they know that there's a demographic that they will always have in their back pocket if they don't solve this problem don't tune out now because I'm going to be getting into some material that's within this book right here that's going to shock you to show you that literally the single source of the problem is what government established in 1965 and it's grown substantially worse each and every decade. You most likely do not know what I'm going to share, you, share with you in just a few minutes. So like I said, 
300 billion to 900 billion over the next 10 years is what it's going to cost you and I. Now, the cost for us right now, right off the bat, is likely going to be around 430 billion dollars. That's a big number. But just how big is that number? The cost to you will be $427 billion. To put that into perspective, just this loan forgiveness is more than the gross national domestic product of Hong Kong and 182 other countries. If you like social programs, great. This one is 36 times greater than the federal government spent, spent on Head Start in 2022. If you support defense spending, great. This is two and a half times larger than the entire budget of the U.S. Army in 2022. So I, I see online, you know, a lot of my uh, left-leaning uh, people that I'm associated with in things like, you know, uh, Facebook and other platforms that they're rejoicing. You're seeing it, they're, they're absolutely rejoicing. And because they lean so far less, you know, their, their ideology is truly, it comes from a socialist standpoint and they have no idea that this was not a, a socialist move. Actually, Joe Biden is a horrible socialist. And, and I don't mean Joe Biden is a socialist and he's horrible. I mean, he's horrible in this instance at being a socialist. This is not a redistribution of wealth. He is not taking, you know, money from the rich and, and giving to the poor. He is taking from the poor and giving to the rich. And from a socialist mindset, this doesn't make any sense at all. This is, and this is not debt forgiveness. This is debt transfer. But the irony is that it is debt transferred to those that it's a transferring and those that don't need it are the ones that are having their debt forgiveness. It's just a very backwards thing. Now, the average, uh, it is to the average uh, and below average American taxpayer um, that will be fo that will foot this bill. That's right. Okay. Now, one in seven Americans have student debt. Put this on the screen. One in seven Americans have student debt. That is 13.5% of the population. So do you understand that means every single American taxpayer will be forced to pay $2,000. So every single taxpayer is now forced to pay around $2,000 to only 13.5% of the population. And the vast majority of that 13.5% are in the top 60% of earners in all of America. Well, there goes your stimulus bill, your <laughs> stimulus check. That's exactly right. right. Out the window. So does this solve the problem? No, this doesn't solve the problem. This is going to increase even, even more spending for college tuition. So now let's get into it. You can blame the government for all of this. Um, and that's, that's where the blame needs to be pointed to. Most student loans issued in the United States over the past decade have been by the federal government. So it makes uh, no sense to blame capitalists for a problem that is being perpetuated by government bureaucrats. I'm gonna be reading some things 
I think that uh, you're going to find very interesting. It's a great book. Uh, if you have any socialist, left-leaning uh, people in your family, I encourage you to get this book. It'll show you how to uh, argue with them, uh, hence the title, Arguing with Socialists. That's what the book's title is. It's called Arguing with Socialists. So, this is fascinating. You're going to learn something new here. The rising costs of student lending can be traced back to the creation of the Federal Family Education Loan, FEAL, the FEAL program, in 1965. Another one of President Lyndon Johnson's mind-numbingly stupid reforms. Under the FEAL program, the federal government agreed to pay subsidies to private banks issuing college loans. So get this, the federal government also agreed to guarantee the loans for banks, meaning that if a student were to default on the loan, the government would pick up the tab, not the bank. So what this does, it removes all risk from the banks. That's right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if what the kid's credit score is or what they can and can't afford. If they know big government will ultimately foot the bill, which is spread out between the American taxpayer, they don't have any risk. There is no risk. Mm -hmm. It is not hard to imagine how this program distorted the student loan, uh, the student lending industry. With a full guarantee from the federal government, banks didn't need to worry about losing their investments. They simply offered loans to virtually every student in the country, regardless of whether they had the financial means to pay back the loans. Schools realizing that banks would agree to lend out more money than ever started to do what? Of course, they started increasing their tuition rates at the cost of attending college. I mean, my, go my gosh, if you're given a blank check by the government, now they are being greedy, but that's not called capitalism. You can call that crony capitalism if you that's want. Right. A wicked and perverse type of capitalism where it, it, it's fraud. It's committing uh, illegal acts. Yeah. That is what took place. The incentives to keep costs down and make college more affordable were quickly evaporating. But progressives didn't, weren't done there. Of course they weren't. In the 1980s and early 1990s, they successfully campaigned to create a pilot direct student lending program, which they promised would, ha would save taxpayers uh, billions of dollars. Okay? They argued that by cutting out the middlemen, the banks, they could reduce costs significantly, freeing up more funding for education programs that provide aid directly to lower income families. Well, that was quickly uh, offered to everyone. Um, now, this was in the 1980s, so since they've cut out the middleman since the 80s and early 90s, now 92% of all student debt is backed by the federal government. They've just, they've nixed even the banks. So, here we go. Let's keep going. There's a few more paragraphs I'd like to read. Obama and, and congressional Democrats also expanded the income-based repayment plans, first created on a bipartisan basis in 2007 which allows students to structure their student loan payments entirely based on their income and lets students who work for a nonprofit organization, including charities, colleges, and even government agencies, have their student loans forgiven after 10 years of making income-based repayments. Yes, you read that correctly. Every American student with direct student loans can have their entire student debt load wiped out by working full-time for the government for only 10 years. Uh, indentured servitude, anyone? Have you amassed $150,000 in student debt 
pursuing a physical education degree at a ridiculously overpriced liberal arts college? Or maybe you spent $100,000 getting a graduate or undergraduate degree in 18th century French women's poetry, or Canadian studies, or exercise and movement sciences, or puppet arts. Yes, these are all real majors. No problem, just work for your local DMV for 10 years and it will magically disappear. And by magically disappear, I mean other people will be forced to pay for the four years you spent in college attending, uh, getting hammered at your puppeteer frat house. <laughs> Now, taking together these policies, the government guaranteed loans, direct federal lending, public service loan forgiveness, and more, have created numerous market distortions and have encouraged and even rewarded poor economic decision-making. No surprises there. Many students are no longer incentivized to choose an affordable college. They know that the federal government will give them almost any amount of money at a school, a, 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 a amount of money a school charges. And many of those who plan to work in public service know they'll never have to pay back most of the money they loan out. Similarly, college administrators know they can continuously raise tuition rates, fees, and the cost of room and board because the federal government will guarantee to provide the funding needed, even to students with little or no money. Wow, is that not just eye-opening? I remember whenever this book, book came out, I don't remember, I mean, it was two, three years ago, I don't remember. I was reading that, I, had, I didn't know that information. Mm -hmm. And now that what just happening, people have no idea that this is literally the, the government's problem. They created it and now we're paying for it. And like I said, it's a bipartisan thing. President Johnson, George H.W. Bush, Clinton, George W. Bush, and Obama, which, you know, Democrats and Republicans, all contributed to the present student debt crisis, which seems to be worsening every year. Students have now amassed more than $1.75 trillion in outstanding student loan debt. Unbelievable. So just how much has tuition risen since the federal government has gotten involved? Well, according to the data from the National Center for Education Statistics, the NCES, the average cost of attending a four-year college, including tuition fees and room and board, increased by now 12% in inflation-adjusted dollars. That's going to be important. So it really shows you the true value. This is inflation-adjusted dollars, okay? From the 63-64 school year to the 83-84 school year, it increased that much, 12%. Unbelievable. From the 83-84 school year to the 2003-04 and school year, it skyrocketed 78%. And from the 2003-04 to the 17-18, which was the last statistics we have, they increased by another 30%. Wow. Unbelievable. And so you can see how much tuition has raised just since the government has gotten involved. And you see... In the free market, student loans are supposed to be looked at as investments, contrary to what they are today. You know, whenever you're, whenever you're considering college, you need to sit down. You need to, you need to weigh the costs. You need to sit down with your family, your parents, or, or, or mentors. And you need to discuss the pros and cons of this investment. 
you know, do the benefits of your degree outweigh the student debt you will incur? You can't spend $100,000 to become a puppet art master. I mean, truly, you can't. And I say that, you know, in a, in a comic, you know, to be funny, but so many people that I even know have spent a ridiculous amount of money on the most absurd thing. You know, you're spending $150,000 on careers that will offer you $45,000 for the rest of your life. Right. Forty-five dollars to $60,000. It doesn't make any sense. What are you doing? You, you know, you're making horrible financial decisions and you're allowed to. Do you want to know why whenever you're 18, you can't go out and buy a $500,000 home? Because you're not allowed to make such a stupid decision because banks will not, will not uh, assume that risk. Right. They know, listen, there's no way we are going to be able to pay this back. But you can make stupid decisions now thanks to big government. And that, by the way, that's the answer. I mean, there would be there would be a period of correction, but if the government totally said, we're taking our hands out of the higher education market, we're not touching it, we're not giving out loans, you know what would happen? Students would have to go to banks like they used to. And they'd say, I want a $150,000 loan to be a puppeteer. And the bank would say, we're not assuming that risk. You know, you have no credit history. You have no job history. Right. We're not giving you the money. So what would happen? Students wouldn't get loans, which means students wouldn't go to universities, which means if you're a university, you either go out of business or you work like crazy cutting costs wherever you can to make your prices affordable. And so just like that, the higher education system is affordable now mm -hmm. because we give it over to the free market. Yeah, that's right. And here's the thing, I keep ragging on, you know, to be a puppet master. You know, you know, you shouldn't go to college and spend hundred grand, but if that's what you really, if that's what you want to do, then you need to go find, find an apprentice and, and study under him for a couple of years. Like, there are so many jobs that are out there that, that you need to go to, to trade school or, or study under an apprentice for a few years. Like this shouldn't be the only option. And, and so what is the answer to, to a more affordable tuition, uh, college tuition? Well, one great thing that's available now, you know, like we were talking about, is online courses. That's how Liberty University has done a great job um, by expanding their, their college campus to over 100,000 students because they offer so many courses online. You know, even places like Harvard and Yale, Ivy League schools, you can take some online courses oftentimes for less than $100. You know, you can even work for a company. There, that's that's right. another one. I found an article that showed 36 companies that often that offer tuition assistance programs. My wife works at Starbucks. If you work at Starbucks and you work, I think it's 20, at least 20 hours, then they will pay. If you go to a certain university, they will pay for your entire education. Another one was Papa John's. If you work 20 plus hours at Papa John's, they will pay 100% of your tuition costs. And those are just a couple. These aren't high profile positions. A lot of these are the kinds of positions that college students would take and it benefits the corporations, it benefits the companies because it lowers their turnover rate. You can work part-time, which you're gonna work, work anyway as a student, and then they're gonna pay your college. You don't quit your job lowers the turnover rate and they don't have to pay That's right. for it. That's right, it lowers the turnover rate because you can't quit your job because you want to keep having free tuition. And it's, a, it's, it's genius. Yeah, and they don't have to pay for uh, pricey training. They don't have to do that. So it works for the companies and it works for you. And I guarantee it's a lot more than the government's going to forgive. I mean, 
uh, $10,000 versus your entire tuition paid for? That's right, that's right. But it's because of the government that have, has made it difficult for college, to, for college universities, for universities to participate in the free market. And I'll end with this quote that states that. From Arguing with uh, Socialists on page 59, it says this, making higher education more affordable is already possible. The reason it hasn't become widespread is that the government takeover of the student lending industry um, uh, student lending industry has removed most of the free market elements from the higher education decision-making processes. Government is who started this problem. Government is who's still contributing to this problem, and it's not going to slow down. And the answer is to open it up to somehow remove the death grip of the federal government on college universities. Listen, we're out of time for today. Um, once again, uh, we, we need your help now, uh, truly. Just get involved on a monthly basis. Like I said, you can join that Paul Revere Club and you'll receive the Paul Revere uh, Report every single month, right to your email. Tons of exclusive content. Uh, and I just wanna thank all of those that have joined. That is how we can prepare for the future. It's never we know what can come in on a monthly basis. That's how we can grow. Um, also, we have our uh, exclusive coffee. It's amazing coffee. Whenever you order it, within 24 hours, it's roasted and then it's sent to your home. It's, like I said, we, we the, over the process, it was trying dozens and dozens of coffees, narrowing it down to 14 of the absolute best coffees, going to essentially a coffee tasting uh, chef's table type of experience and finding the number one best one based on multiple opinions. And this is delicious coffee. So once again, for our products, just go to www.zachtrueshow.com, click the IGBY store. From there, you can either choose to be a member of the Paul Revere Club for a donation of $30 a month, or you can get the Zach Drew Show Liberty Blend Coffee for a donation of $25. Be sure to click Select Options, and from there, you can choose the one-time option or the every month. Uh, be sure to specify how many bags you would like. Click Setup Now and continue by clicking on View Cart at the top of the page. If you feel led, you can also give an additional donation under the Donation tab. Listen, I hope everyone can go online today and sign up for one of those two products to help us continue with what we are doing here at The Zach Drew Show. We love you guys. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.